Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back to the show. I'm Lisa Wexler, 203-333-9422 is the number. We're chatting now with Jim Cole, who's the Vice President of Projects for United Illuminating, UI, a 20-year veteran of the company. I expect that Jim is going to be in uh, Fairfield today at 6 p.m. at Ward High School, where there is going to be a very big town meeting to address the Railroad Transmission Line Rebuild Project, which is the fancy word for what we are calling the Southport Monopole Project, which isn't exclusively in Southport, but is actually going to be seven and a half miles long at a minimum through Fairfield. And my understanding is it's going to go into New Haven as well. And this is all about upgrading and changing and fixing and replacing electricity lines. So we may get a little technical, maybe not. Jim Cole, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning, Lisa. How are you? Good. Are you going to be at the meeting tonight at 6 o'clock? I certainly am. Okay, good. Terrific. So, you know, let's start with the fact that the proposal is about clear-cutting over six acres of land, and it is about putting up these giant monopoles. Uh, I'm going to ask you to make the case as to why you need to do this, and then we'll get into it a little bit. Why is UI wanting to, feeling that it needs to do this? Yep, certainly. Great question. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, be on your show and uh, explain this more clearly. So these uh, lines that are on top of the uh, railroad Metro North Corridor, uh, they stretch for quite a distance through our territory, actually from New Haven all the way to Fairfield. And a uh, critical link within the regional system of New England states, actually important to all of the New England uh, states uh, that are under ISO New England. And they also tap off a number of our substations along the way. So uh, there is local and regional impacts here if we don't continue to maintain these lines. Now, these lines have been in service for uh, since the 1940s. And they are ready for replacement. So we have gone through and completed just about all of the project already. We've completed about 18 miles of the 25 miles. 
and this is the last section that we need to do. And there's a number of reasons we're doing this. Uh, primarily, their acid condition. They're sitting on top of catenaries and equipment that has gone past its useful life. We also need to increase the capacity and resiliency of the system for growth in the future of electrification, integration of renewables. Now, the design that we employ, you know, looks to ensure that we have a cost-effective design that also minimize environmental impact as much as possible. So we looked at, you know, the different alternatives and options, and we picked those options that, like I said, have the least impact environmentally as well as cost-effectiveness. Um, this project's cost is actually shared by all the New England states, uh, so those some of our stakeholders. You know, in Fairfield, you know, we're trying to select the pole heights and the locations that will have the minimal impact. Uh, so, you know, taller poles, although, you know, they, they're taller, more visible, but they also reduce the number of poles that we have to put in place. Um, now, before we do any work, we have a very rigorous siting council process that we go through, uh, dictated by the state of Connecticut. So we provide them the application, our plans, and there's a number of process steps we go through uh, to get input and feedback. We have interveners who are uh, welcome to come in and discuss their concerns. And we move through that process and try to get the best final design uh, that uh, we feel will meet a number of the interveners' needs, but we certainly always can't get there. Jim, I got a couple of questions for you. First question is, and this is a very technical question, and if you don't know the answer, please tell me. I'd like to know if there is a reason why the new electrical lines cannot be buried. I'm not talking about cost. If cost is a reason, say so. But I'm really asking you technically if there's a reason why transmission can't happen if it's underground. Well, transmission certainly can happen underground. There are limits to the distance you can go effectively, uh, but it does require much more um, impacts to the environment because you're digging large trenches along that route. You also have to put in uh, equipment at certain locations. We can't Mm -hmm. just take the cable and lines and dive them underground. Right. Typically, we have switching stations or uh, other equipment that will take up some large pieces of property. Uh, And, of course, there is the cost, uh, which we typically estimate around three times the typical cost of going uh, going overhead. But technically, you know, anything can be done for sure. Okay. It's uh, just the amount of impact that you want to go through in the cost. Right. So let me just talk about impact for a little bit because, obviously, there's enormous short-term impact to digging a huge trench. But like anything else, when you put the dirt back and the trees back, and we've, we've seen, for example, DOT is another institution that does an enormous amount of environmental impact. And on the Merritt Parkway, they just did this enormous, just enormous rebuilding project where they expanded shoulders for miles and miles. And for a couple of years, it was really ugly. It was really ugly. But then eventually they got back to planting grass and putting trees up. And so the long term is that now we'll have a wider shoulder 
and things will look okay. If there's a short-term impact of these huge gaping holes, but then it's filled in and it's grassed over, notwithstanding the transformer stations, the stations that I, I know that you need, won't there long-term be less of a visual impact uh, environmentally on the neighborhoods? Well, certainly visual impact is one element of this. Uh, again, the big driver for not going underground is the cost. It's about three times the amount. But we're going to need other facilities in there. You know, we're going to need uh, splicing chambers, manholes. You know, we may not have that available space uh, for all that and also those switching stations that that have to go in place. Uh, you know, our design here is a cost-effective design. You know, we are looking to mitigate the impact by the placement of the poles, trying to stay away from, you know, parking lots and, and homes and placing them where we can. We also have in our application uh, replanting of trees along the uh, impacted area. So there could be a, a short-term you know, issue, but we believe the trees that we select, the proper trees in the right place, will certainly help to minimize those impacts. You know, it's interesting because I, th- I think you're going to hear tonight that there's a very special part of Fairfield. Not that all of Fairfield isn't wonderful because it's a wonderful community. I don't know how much you know it. But Southport in particular is this little hamlet that feels like walking back in time. The Pequot Library has, I think it was built in the 16 or 1700s, and uh, the, the, and the churches are there and everything is walkable, and you feel like you're on a movie set. My my suggestion to you in an open-minded way is to not consider an all or nothing, that maybe it's worth it to spend more money on some of this that may need to be buried for a long-term visual less impact, if not all of it. Just, in other words, to think about compromises. Because if you haven't walked the little hamlet of Southport, I suggest that you do. It's quite special. Certainly, no. Um, you said I was a 20-year veteran. I'm a 29-year veteran, and I hate to say, so I'm kind of getting up there. And uh, <laughs> a lot of my work was field-level work uh, many years ago. Certainly know Southport very well. Um, just recently ran the race there, the 5K. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great event. And um, I really appreciate what you're saying. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to look to work with, with the town of Fairfield uh, and the uh, property owners to see what potentially uh, options we have. Um, at the same time, we do have a siting council process that we're working through, and, you know, interveners can go and discuss their concerns, and, you know, we'll see what the final outcome will be through that process. Uh, uh, just a, a note, I yep. you know there was a talk about eminent domain. Yes. We, we really have no plans for eminent, eminent domain. You know, we're placing in Fairfield our structures on uh, Connecticut DOT existing land. Okay. So, and let's, uh, and the other thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, the height of these things. Why do they have to be so high? Yes, uh, we certainly take that into consideration. You know, it's, it gets a little technical, but we need to ensure clearances from any obstructions, trees, any buildings. We need to get a certain height above also so that the lines never get below a certain height uh, above ground. 
they don't sag too low. Believe it or not, in the summer, these lines do get loaded and they do sag down. And they're, they're meant to do that. They sag down and they come back up. And we have National Electric Safety Code guidelines that ensure that they do not sag to an unsafe level. So that's the height that we use. And we're also, again, we're trying to balance the, the height versus the number of structures. So if we go lower, we're going to need more structures. How many structures? Yes, but the thing is you'll see them more. So if you if you go lower but they're already next to where you already have these other structures next to the railroad bed itself, the eye does they're not as disturbing. But if they're very high, they become the focal point, the landmark, the church steeple if you will in in the in the eye. How many of these huge structures is in the current plan right now? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh... Let me think. I think it's around a hundred. I a hundred validate the exact number. A hundred? Are you kidding me? A hundred? Like I said, I have to validate that exact number. <laughs> a hundred? But it's less than monopoles? the structures we have today. Yeah, but but the structures we have today, we don't see. Understood. <laughs> I mean, that's a big that's a big difference. Jim, that's a huge difference. I don't know. Good luck today at 6 o'clock. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, looking forward to it. I <laughs> uh, appreciate the uh, opportunity to meet with the, uh, the citizens and understand their concerns. And it's part of the process. You know, that we have to, we have certainly, we have infrastructure, electrification needs, and we also have, you know, certainly uh, the, the, the towns to understand uh, their their um, issues and concerns, and see what we can work with. I mean, a hundred of these. I mean, I I, I want to say you're kidding me. I, I I but I won't. But that's what I want to say. Um, well, I'd I, like I, the opportunity to validate that number. Okay. You kind of caught me there with. But uh, it, but it's dozens. <laughs> but it's not three or four. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. way you said it, where you're going to have to do less because. No, I mean, this is seven miles, right? Right. So it's quite a distance. Yeah. yeah. I you know you know this is a general frustration that I have this is not directed at you or even at UI a little bit at UI but it's a general frustration that I have which is that we do a lot of things because of cost. But what do we mean by cost? We mean the economic outlay now, the dollars. But when we look at what something costs, when we look at an expense, I think we have to look at 
the investment in the community. And one of the things that we're always concerned about every single time we look around now, the one in 100 year storm seems like more like one in 10 or one in five. And the more that we put our essential utilities above ground, the more we always have to be afraid that we're going to lose power. Whereas to the extent that we bury them and we avoid an event that is extremely economically costly as soon as we lose power, I think in the long run, we are better off burying more. That's my own opinion. A lot of my listeners have always agreed about this. Uh, Eversource, always the subject, as UI is, whenever there's another big storm of like, why don't we have more lines underground? It just seems to me, if you're going to make a major capital investment and improvement, it's worth it to spend more because you have less likelihood of interruption later on. It doesn't mean you won't, but you have less likelihood. You know what I'm saying, Jim? Yes, I understand. It certainly is a a balancing act that we uh, deal with all the time throughout the history of the electric utility uh, industry. Let me just take, we have a couple of people who want to just get on quickly. Cheryl, Cheryl from Fairfield. Cheryl, you have a question for uh, Jim Cole, who is the VP of Projects for United Illuminating. And he'll be at the meeting tonight at 6 p.m. Cheryl, welcome to the show. What is your question today? Good morning, Lisa, and thank you for having him on the show. Is there a location that we can look to to find where these, or I should say a website, as to where the polls are going to be placed, please? Yes, we do have a website. We put in place back in 2021. If you look under UI Railroad Line Upgrades.com, so if you just if you just kind of Google uh, Fairfield Transmission Line Project, it's got a lot of information. It's got the plan, it's got the route, and some of the construction practices that we use. And you know, and that's I, a point I'd I, like to make. You know, we certainly have been communicating sending letters over the past few years to abutters, social media posts. And we also have this website, which has a lot of information on it and the ability to ask questions. But is there one specific place we can go to to get the exact site as to where they're going to be? Because my understanding is it's something like a 1,000 pages we have to read through on your website. Uh. I'd have to dig in to see if there's some summary uh, way to do that. Are you going to be at the site uh, town hall meeting tonight? I may be. There are a lot of people that I know are going to be there. But if you could give Lisa the website that we can go to, I think a lot of her listeners might like to know exactly where those polls are going to be placed. Sure. And the website is www. UI Railroad T-Line Upgrades, all one one word. I know it's a mouthful, .com. Oh, sorry. So UI Railroad? UI Railroad T-Line. T-Line. T is in Tom, lineupgrades.com? Correct. Okay. But is there one map there that we can look to that shows the locations? Uh, I'd have to dig through that myself to see if it has something summary. We have lots of plans and diagrams, but if I could see if I can get something summary. 
That would be great, Jim. And you know how to reach us with Melissa, my producer, and we'll be happy to announce it to our audience. Great question, Cheryl. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks so much. Okay, we're going to take one more for Jim Cole. Dottie calling in from Fairfield and Bridgeport. Hi, Dottie. Welcome. Thank you so much. Jim, you did give us a visual picture. You said seven miles, correct, Jim? Approximately 100, and we won't, we won't, you know, okay. So it's going to be a long parallel to the railroad. Is that correct, Jim? That's correct. We're trying to stay as close to the railroad as possible. Exactly. Without violating and I understand that. But not in all but, places, Dottie. It can't okay, be in the railroad okay. in all places. But, but yeah. Jim, a realtor I was for close to 20 years. You are in Fairfield County, and just like the people who live in Black Rock, they don't want to say Bridgeport, the people who live in Southport are very proud of that fact, and they're going to let you know, and I'll tell you, I think the whole community of Fairfield and the whole seven miles, I'll bet you everyone, I'll I'll say 90%, and I think it's higher, will want it underground and I'll tell you why. Here I am, a realtor. I have you. Maybe you would be in the front seat and your wife in the back or vice versa. And I'm taking you now up Eastern Turnpike, right? Beautiful neighborhood. And then the wife says, Dorothy, what's that huge thing sticking up? <laughs> right. I mean, huge, right? right. right. And, and Dorothy, um, you know, we have children. And I'll tell you for a fact. Now, this is just you and I and Lisa listening. The value of that area, once they put that huge tower way up in the sky, the value of the house went down. And then if you had a child or a grandchild, you would not want them to be playing around that area. So if years ago we had put everything underground and we deserve it, our children do, our grandchildren do. We will spend the money. The people of Southport, you're talking multi-million, probably some billionaires. We will spend the money. We will help you. And maybe the federal government. It all has to be underground. Daddy, thank you it very much for the call. Thank you. Jim, I, I think you're hearing this neighborhood. I don't think Dottie's wrong. So just consider it and... I appreciate you coming on the show, and I, I really wanted to hear all of this. I want to tell our listeners again, it's UIRailroadTLineUpgrades.com for the entire website. And, Jim, I know you're going to try and drill down a little bit and, and tell us if there's a page or something where people don't have to go through all the information to maybe look at what they exactly want to see. Uh, I do thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, for a lot of people in the community, it does feel like a David versus Goliath. You realize that, right? It feels like you're the Goliath and they're the David. You know that, right? We certainly don't want to be that way. You know, we want to work as close as we can with the, the town and the residents within our town. They're very important to us. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I think you're going to hear, you know, reasonable people, heartfelt people, but when they put it all in the mix between the visual and Dottie is right about the 
property values or certainly the perception, which becomes the same thing. And just the inordinate visual impact of what is a very beautiful place to live. So please consider all of that. We all want to have electricity that works. We're all trying to row in the same direction, but a lot of us in our community would rather think long-term, even if it is more expensive. Okay? Thank you very much, Jim Cole. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with more guests on the Lisa Wexer Show. Stick around. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 